Welcome to the Radio Babes podcast. We're on a mission to motivate, empower and inspire babes all over the world. Unstoppable Confidence is the new black, awakening your inner CEO and Chief Empowerment Officer. We are your Radio Babes podcast hosts. I'm Natalie Riley, the business bombshell, founder of Uni Bypass, CEO and award-winning entrepreneur. And I'm Charlie Bullis, podcast queen, side hustle startup and plus size model. Each week we bring to you exciting and often controversial guest interviews, the latest celebrity gossip, fitness trends, beauty hacks and everything you need to empower you to live your best life. Let's do this, babes. We have Miriam Summonloff, a highly sought-after international mentor, speaker, relationship strategist. Her clientele is a global community that spans across 37 countries, six continents throughout the world. She works with corporate CEOs, professionals in healthcare, education and finance, as well as artists, musicians, professional athletes, aspiring entrepreneurs in both private and public sectors. Oh my God, this woman is absolutely amazing. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't speak. I was away too. She has had her challenges. She overcame her struggles of, of parental alcoholism and abuse. She yearns for a calming and calm and connection at work and at home. This yearning ignited her passion for teaching independent and critical thinkers on how to create a genuine, a genuine six-figure lifestyle. Yes. Well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and but, no, no, well, what, what's what's even more, like more amazing than that is it's based on authentic authentic expression and service for others. Miri is an accomplished author. She has developed a cutting-edge course for four people within. This already empowered lives of individuals and powerfully transformed companies, cultures all over the world, started from startups to multi-million dollar organisations. When she's not writing or mentoring, <laughs> Miri creates movements such as Introvert Success Initiative, a powerful pioneer company which insists the industry of personal de- development teaches a new height of authenticity and measurable results. Miria Summonloff, welcome to the Radio Babe Show. Woo! Thank you so much. And that's all we've got time for. So. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> you sound amazing. <laughs> That's awesome to have you. Wow. Me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And apologies for my voice. It's a little bit down. I've been <laughs> struggling with a little bit of a, a cold for the last couple of weeks, but I'm on the other end of it now. We'll get there. <laughs> that wasn't me coughing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> wow. What an introduction. And what yeah. a woman. Miri, I think we can both agree on that 80% of businesses fail within the first five years. Could you please tell our listeners why 80% of business fails within the first five years and how they can prevent it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So 80% of businesses tend to fail in the first five years because the children are in charge. Now, that might sound a little (laughs) bit strange. I'm serious about this. Not literally, obviously, the children are not in charge. But it's like there is a part of us, when we sabotage ourselves, we go into this space where these less mature parts of us become activated and we can get reactive or even we can even get suppressed by circumstances and we might make bad decisions does that make sense yeah it does yes totally so you know consider yourself um the last time you sabotaged your own efforts consider that and and think about what led to that point did you feel emotional before you took action on something did you feel like you made a decision that you then in hindsight it seemed like you know at the time it seemed like a good idea but yeah. in hindsight it just it was just something you'll never do again so basically what i do is i teach people to get their ducks in a row 
and to have all the different facets of your being working with you rather than against you. And um, when you know what those parts are, then you can make the change. So yeah. it's like you align with yourself yeah. instead of being fracture, fracture, fractions of you, um, different parts doing different things. Because we have two main ways of collecting information in ourselves. Yeah. And we have two main ways of making decisions. Yeah. And one of each of those, one information collecting part of us and one decision making part of us is actually very childlike. Oh, okay. Interesting. So this is something that many people don't know. There's two parts of us yeah. that gather information and make decisions that are very immature and should not be in the driver's seat when you're <laughs> making decisions about your business. <laughs> Does that make sense? I love it. Yes, it makes sense. <laughs> so hence the four people within, you know, we have two of these decision-making parts of you and two of these information-gathering parts of you. Two of them are less developed than the other two but in all in all we have four different people who reside within us and if we understand who those four people are and how they operate then we can pretty much make whatever happen wow that's yeah that's incredible and i love what you said about being reactive i think because that is sort of a quite a childlike trait isn't it yes. like when you're a kid you're in the playground or whatever and someone does something to you like Wah! You know, yeah. and when you get into business, I think and when you get to that point where you're so busy and there's so much going on, like you said, the, yeah. the reactiveness comes out of you while, rather than being proactive and taking a step yeah. back. And like you said, working actually and with, making the right yeah. decision. Yeah. yeah. Working with yourself rather, decision. Than, yeah. Yeah, rather yeah. than against yourself. It's yeah. the impatience and, you know, that sense of things have to happen now and they have to happen in a way that I envision. Mm. Yeah. That sense of, you know, kids when they have their terrible twos, so to speak, yeah. um, you know, they want to control everything. Yeah. And we can't control things. We need to, you know, mature as business people, all of us, and in particular us as women. Mm. We need to make sure that we are maturing into this presence that just allows the success to be like a byproduct yeah. of who you are personally. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. People who have challenges in business or in life don't really realize they have challenges. What are top three tips you can give our listeners to, to identify what the challenges are and how to overcome them? Yeah. It, it, that's a great question because nobody success, succeeds in business or not say no, I can't say nobody, but it is a very rare person that succeeds in business without failing first. Mm. Yes. yes. You oh. keep failing forward. Yeah. And yeah. if you know, if you think about learning a new skill, you need to consciously learn, fail forward at least 30 times before you make a step forward. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we often try things once or twice and then we're like, it's not working, so I'm going to ditch it. Yeah. Mm. Don't do that. You know, take from what you're doing, take the learnings and then implement them and have patience to really do it 30 times if that's what it takes. Yeah. But nobody is... a born a success everybody yeah. has you know when you learn to walk you're gonna fall down you're not gonna go to the child who's learning to walk and you know when they fall down you're not gonna go behind them and just smack them in the back of the head and say get up you dummy mm. yeah not, that's you're true not gonna like, do try that. again try again try so again, why yeah. would you do that to yourself in business yeah and so you know the kind of takeaways that i would uh, encourage people to really look into are get to know those two parts of you that make decisions, really get to know those people as mm. who they are, yeah. as separate people. 
also really get to know the people who gather the information for those decisions. Yeah. And then understand what is appropriate in what moment. Because there's a thinking part of us. There's this little thinker inside of us. There's a little feeler inside of us. And those two make decisions in very different ways. Mm. You know, if you're a company CEO and you think, oh, we've had a great year and I'm going to do something for my staff. And because I'm a thinker, I'm going to look at look down the line of, you know, I'm not going to care what the people think that they, or what they'd love to do. I'm just going to go, you know, instead of them loving to go and do a, a wine tasting tour, we're going to go to the cracker factory because it's more economical. Nobody wants to go to the cracker factory. Yeah. They want to go and do do wine tasting. So that's a, 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 like a bad way of making decisions with your thinking mind yeah. where you should be connecting with your heart to the people. You know, they've done a great job. What do you want to offer them? Yeah. The same thing with, you know, if you make decisions with your feeling, Coming to the end of the financial year, you know, you say, okay, I have this twenty uh, grand that I can put that that I could put towards my tax, so I have this extra money that I can put in. I'm just going to buy this old or 150 grand, whatever. I'm going to buy this convertible, and I'm going to be able to deduct it from my tax. And then that's an emotional decision because I always wanted a convertible. Yeah. But now you're going to find out that it's not deduct, deduct, deductible from tax. So now you have to pay not only the tax and you're left with this convertible because yeah. you made an emotional decision. Yeah, and bad hair because I no can, one has good hair after running. I have made that decision before. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't understand how anybody stays warm in a convertible any time of the year. Why we have heated seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm not doing it. You have worked with so many healthcare professionals, CEOs of major corporate companies, athletes and celebrities. There are many other life coaches in the industry. Why do your clients choose you and why should our listeners invest in you? (laughs) What a great question. And I actually get asked that quite a lot Mm. uh, because it is true. There's like a saturation of coaches and mentors out there at the moment um, because, you know, it's a it's a, a great industry to be a part of provided that you're really providing value. Yeah. But um but unfortunately there are people who are using it as a as a way to raise a lot of money very quickly to do other things. Which yes. is which yeah. is completely like it's a legitimate thing if you're upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Everything's legitimate if you're upfront about <laughs> it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um the reason why people um tend to go with me or and my work is because I stand out um on a on a level of authenticity as well as results. So before the the song the last song or before the break we um talked about how we make decisions. Yeah. But there's a there's another aspect to all of us and what really affects uh, how we make decisions is what information we gather and this is this is what what I do with people who are interested in working with me or the reason why they would work with me is because they gather information about me you know, in a way that is uh, thinking, they're thinking, is this person going to be a good investment for me? Yeah. But they're also using their personal insight to really get a sense of who I am as a person. And I really recommend that everybody does that. Use both of your information collecting ways to make any decision. Don't just rely on one, because as we were talking about, you know, previously, one of those information collecting parts of you is that li- behaves like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if if and this has happened to me before with coaches and mentors that I've worked in the past, 
is the person said all the right things. And there was a part of me that kind of felt or, or perceived an insight that was being offered to me. But in fact, I just listened. I just, you know, listened to what they were saying, not the intent behind what was said. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So it's a very sort of surface kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And for all of us, like I, I'm I'm still getting mentoring because obviously like we never stop learning. Mm. It's important to continue to, even though I'm a mentor for other mentors, yeah. it's important to for me to continue to, mm. to get better and to, to go further along. And, um, And this is something that I use a lot is when I choose my own mentors, you know, what's the insight that I'm getting from that person? Do I feel that I'm really connecting with them? And what are the facts behind what they're doing? Yeah. Actually check how they conduct themselves. You know, are they a person of integrity? Are they integrated with themselves? Yeah. Are therefore people within, you know, relatively aligned? Yeah. And and because, you know, whether you know about the four people within work that, you know, I've created the course around mm-hmm. and I, in the process of writing a book about, whether you know about it or not, there are people who are naturally integrated already. Mm-hmm. They never read the four people within or did the course. But those are the people I'm looking for. Yeah. Are they, do they feel? Do they feel and do they look like they are? Are they behaving in an integrated way? Yeah. And then go with that. Yeah. So that's what I would say. People come to me. The reason why I stand out is because I tend to be integrated and very transparent. There's yes. no BS. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> What drove you to develop Introvert Success Initiative? Ah, yeah. I love Introvert Success Initiative because a lot of the time when we are out there in the world, we're doing our job or we're doing, you know, where we have this this level of genius inside of us and uh, everybody has that and there are introverted people who are who process things internally and there are extroverted people who process things externally a lot easier mm. and introverted people often seem to be left behind because they don't present themselves they don't bring their genius out in the outside world if that makes sense yeah. instead they're still kind of it's percolating inside of them and it's <laughs> you know they're They keep thinking about it and they don't necessarily take action in the outside world. And so Introvert Success Initiative is a love child of mine uh, <laughs> that brings that int- inner genius yep. of introverts into the outside world yeah. so that we can really benefit from that. I love wow, it. I, yeah. Gosh, I'm thinking of so many people in my head that need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I, it. May or may not be married just... to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just what introverts need. <laughs> can you please explain in more detail what The Four People Within is about? I know you've, you touched on it a little bit, but yeah. can you explain a little bit more? Sure. So The Four People Within is a program that allows you to find the four people that are within you. Let's think about an analog of a car. Mm-hmm. So we have a car with four seats in it. Somebody's going to drive that car. Yes. Right? Mm. Now, ideally, you have the grown-up parts of you in the <laughs> front seats. Yeah. Ideally. <laughs> so you have the driver. You have the driver who's hopefully a grown-up. Yeah. And then you have the navigator sitting next to the driver. So they have the map. They hold the map about where you know where yes. you're going. <laughs> And ideally, once more, that would be a, uh, <laughs> a grown-up yeah. part of you. <laughs> Now, uh, one of these front seat passengers are going to be 
an information collecting part of you and another one is going to be a decision making part of you. Mm-hmm. So if you think about making grown up decisions about your business, yeah. you want that front seat to be making those gathering the information and making the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in the back seats there are those two little inner children. One of them is about 10 years of age. One of them is about three years of age. And as you know, if you have kids or if you have nieces and nephews, yeah. when they're at three, they can be very emotional. Yes, I'm, I'm freaking out over you. Very You have a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, inner three-year-old. And the 10-year-old, on the other hand, you know, like a 10-year-old child, he or she has had enough life experience that they think that they know how things work. Oh, yeah, they think they're 10 They have all 30. the answers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're very black and white. No, this is the right way. <laughs> right? So so you don't want those, the emotional child, three-year-old, and the one, the besser visser, or, you know, the mm. one that knows everything, yeah. to be driving or navigating the car. Yeah. So we want to make sure that, you know, the correct people are at the correct seats (laughs) so that you actually get where you want to go and so the four people within actually tells you if you do the whole process faithfully it tells you who sits where Mm. and what those people are like and then you start to build a relationship between all the four different people and so not only are you not gonna bump against the old Things that tend to happen again and again, you know, the problems that keep resurfacing. Yes. You yep. start, that starts to move away mm. and you can harness the muse of the inner children to live your purposeful life because your inner children are actually the gateway to your personal purpose in your life. So when we are able to relax the inner children in the backseat, you know, when they know we're in charge, uh, the grown-ups are in charge, you know, they can just relax into the journey. Yeah. They can bring a depth to your life that cannot be found if you don't do this work. Mm. Wow. So apply that to your business. Imagine, you know, creating a a really authentic and effective business for yourself where your business is almost like an extension of who you are as a person and the values that you hold dear. And then imagine nothing holding you back from from actually achieving your larger vision. Wow. That's wow. what it feels like. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Miria. So how can our listeners connect with you? Yeah. So uh, you can go on to mariasumilov.com, M-E-R-J-A-S-U-M-I-L-O-F-F.com. And uh, you can even uh, find the four people within course there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, I actually have a special offer for the Radio Babes listeners. Woo! <laughs> yeah. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure to be here. So thank you so much for that. Also, Facebook, uh, Maria Sumilov and Instagram. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We hope you stick around uh, for you. the rest of the show because we have a lot of more exciting things coming up. Um, 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 um,